0: Hello, hello, hello. What is going on, everybody? This is Sydney Smith, the host of this incredible podcast, The Real Queen, Sid, and I'm so excited to talk to you guys today about what I have to talk about, y'all. Oh, my God. So I started reading this book, Untamed, by Glenel Doyle, and it is so good. One of my very, very close friends and mentors, Jesse Lee, messaged me and she's like, you need to, you need to read this book. You need to. And literally about five seconds into the book, I realized exactly why she had sent it to me. This, this woman has a very, very similar story to me. Um, struggled with addiction, uh, came out late in life when she already had was married and had children. And, um, now she is, you know, happily married to a woman and it's just very, very similar to my life. And a lot of the things that have been holding me back, okay? So I definitely recommend this book for sure, um, especially for anybody that is feeling like you are not... Like you're feeling like you're... um conformed to social constructs, right? Like you feel like you have to uh, please everybody. You feel like you have to do things for everybody else. You feel like you don't ever get to put yourself first. If that is you, you definitely need to read this book. But she talks about these four keys that are needed to start living the life that you love or living the life on your terms, right? And I know that this is something that a lot of us struggle with, right? Like I went through a huge, huge revelation about 18 months ago, uh, where I actually, for the first time, got to start living the life that I was daydreaming about, right? Like, I remember dreaming about the things that I'm doing now, and specifically, like, this might sound weird to some of you that aren't lesbians, but like I was daydreaming about dating women and I would get on this tangent in my, in my mind. And then all of a sudden I would remember I would cut it off and just be like, no, 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 maybe in another lifetime, it's too late now. Or I would daydream about this beautiful apartment that I lived in, that I got to come home to by myself that, you know, I got to control the energy in my home. And then I would, I would cut it off and I'd say, no, 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 maybe in another lifetime, I've already decided my path. And I really felt stuck. And so if you feel Feel stuck? I want you to hear my heart on this and really uh, hear these four keys that I'm about to give you. Okay, so key number one is called feel it all, and I don't know if any of you have ever done something to cope with um, to cope with the pain, right? And so I. I made a post about this on Facebook. I don't even know if I've posted it yet, um, but I, I definitely have written the post already. Of Like, I tried so hard to really fit into this box, right? Like, I was told my whole life growing up, why are you so loud and why are you so noisy? Why are you so big? Why are you so, um, like, a big personality, big energy? Like, why are you so out there, right? And I felt like, you know the world gives you this box and this box is big enough for you to have one or two unique things about you, but it's not big enough for all of it, right? So you start to make things a little bit smaller. Like I started to make my sexuality conform, even though I knew at a young age that I really liked women. Um, and I tried to, you know, be a little bit smaller and fit into this box, right? Like I, I wasn't willing to give up my loud voice and my loud energy, uh, and my big energy, but I could fit other things into this box, right? And so within trying to fit into this box, trying to be this good girl, right? Like trying to, um, be this societal standard, uh, I became an addict, right? I became an addict because not everybody can hold their breath all the time. Not everybody can, um, can be perfect all the time. And so in my drug use is when I, um, it's when I got a moment to breathe. Right. And then it became my numbing, my numbing mechanism, my coping mechanism, because when you try to make yourself smaller, you try to fit into this small box. It really, it feels like your skin underneath is on fire. It is rippling with energy and desire and, and need and want, right? Like it's just, it was rippling with it. And I, Couldn't deal with it. So I became an addict and it really numbed everything. And so, what I noticed with sobriety was that for the first time in my entire life, I was being forced to feel it all, right? And so, um, I'm coming up on my 1,500 days sober, 1,500 days sober. And uh, I remember celebrating 1,000 days sober like it was yesterday. Like, it was so short ago, it feels, but it's been half of that amount of time already. Like my first thousand days was the hardest thousand days of my life. It was full of anguish. It was full of pain. It was full of, um, it was full of hurt. It was full of try to be smaller, but without your coping mechanism. Right. And I hope that makes sense to some of you, but try I wanted to try and maintain this box that I was trying to fit in, but i w- I didn't have my coping mechanism so so the energy under my skin was rippling again for the first time in so long, and i just did, I didn't know how to deal with it right and so the first thousand days was so hard, so hard because I wasn't used to feeling things right I wasn't used to um feeling the good and the bad and the ugly and all of that so Uh, The last 500 days has been so much easier, and that's simply because 500 days ago, I left that toxic relationship. I left that box that I was trying to fit in. I left my hometown. I left that small sexuality, and I started to really, really be myself and really um, understand that I got to make original decisions like I didn't have to fit in this box anymore and so like the first original decision that I ever had or the first original idea that I ever had for myself was to start dating women because like I've been fitting in this tiny little box and wondering why my skin is rippling and why why life is so hard life's not supposed to be that hard it's only that hard when you deny yourself so the first um key that I want to talk about is feel it all feel it all, feel it all. And I struggle with this so much to this day. Um, I, I don't want to be seen as sensitive. I don't want to be seen as weak. I don't want my feelings to get in the way. I want to be very strong. I want to be very independent. I want to be very diplomatic. I want to be very definitive in my decisions. And I, I, I'm not, (laughs) let's just be really honest with, with this. Like I'm a cancer. I'm a water sign. I'm super sensitive. I'm super emotional. I love people so damn hard and it's not weakness, right? It's my strength. And so the first key of starting to live the life that you want to live is that you have to heal from the pain, but to heal from the pain, you have to feel it all. You have to feel the good. You have to feel the bad. You have to feel the ugly. You have to feel all of it, right? And so the secret is that you're doing it right, but doing it right hurts. It hurts. Okay, so I actually, she recommended doing this. I actually bought a dry erase marker specifically so that I could write on my mirror, feel it all, because I need that reminder every single day. I put it on my phone background as well. It says, feel it all. Stop shoving down those emotions, right? There's no, like pain is not tragic. I'm going to read you an excerpt, excerpt. From this book, but it says pain is not tragic, pain is magic, suffering is tragic. Suffering is what happens when you avoid the pain and consequently miss our becoming. That is what I can and must avoid missing my own evolution because I'm too afraid to surrender to the process, having such little faith in myself that I numb or hide. I numb or hide or consume my way out of fiery feelings again and again, so my goal is to stop abandoning myself and stay, to trust that I am strong enough to handle the pain that is necessary to process of becoming, because what scares the hell out of me a lot more than pain is living my entire life missing my becoming. What scares me more than feeling is all that I I am missing. How freaking strong is that? So the first key that I want you to really, really understand is that you need to feel it all. It is so freaking important, okay? So number two, key number two is be still and know. And I think this is something that a lot of people struggle with, right? Like I know I struggled with this for a really long time. And I think especially as a woman, we are taught to seek external validation, right? Right? From a young age, I remember, you know, something as simple as like when somebody would ask me, when I was at, in somebody's home and somebody would ask me, Are you hungry? I would look to everybody else in the room to see if they were hungry because they didn't want to impose. I didn't want to think and view internally, Am I hungry? Right? Even as a young age. So we start to seek validation from everybody else around us. We start to base our answers off of what everybody else around us is experiencing. And so this is something that you have to learn how to trust yourself, okay? So key number two is be still and know. And be still means literally sit and, and sink into yourself. Sink into your being and sink into that place where you're shutting out everybody else's thoughts. You're shutting out everybody else's needs, everybody else's wants, everybody else's uh, opinions and you're really thinking like what do i want to do what do i think is right in this decision in this in this space in this time right now right so the example that i can give you is when I got out of that toxic relationship, uh, I remember I immediately was thrown into the the day after I got out of my toxic relationship. I literally had to fly to Nashville and um, I spent you know five days or whatever catering to uh, this event, and it was absolutely incredible. I got to be a leader at this event. I got to really be a shoulder for a lot of people to cry on at this event. I really got to be a strong pillar uh, for the team at this event, and then I got home. And my mom looks at me and she goes, so what, what now, right? Like once I finally stopped, once I finally stopped moving, once I finally stopped thinking, once I finally got to sit down and really feel the loss of that breakup, feel the loss of that relationship, feel the loss of that life that I thought I was going to have. And I want you to understand going back to feel it all, it's okay to be sad or to feel loss or to mourn a decision, even if you know it was the right one. Right, I know that relationship was never going to work because number one, I'm a lesbian and it was with a man. Number two, it just wasn't a good situation for me or him emotionally, spiritually, uh, anything. It just, it wasn't going to work. But I still mourned the loss of the life that I thought I was going to have, right? And so once I finally got to sit in those emotions and really feel those emotions, and then I got to sit, sink down a little bit lower and think, what do I need? what do I need in this moment? And I knew, I knew, I knew I needed to go to Texas. I needed to move to Texas because I needed to get away from my hometown. I needed to get away from that relationship. I needed to make sure that I was so far removed from the situation that I would never put myself in that position again. Because here's the thing about recovering codependence, y'all. I was so likely to go back to that situation, go back to that relationship because uh, because I wanted to help him, right? And so be still and know. It's really learning how to sit in silence and listen to your intuition, right? We all have intuition. We all have that gut feeling, but we stifle it and we start to listen to external validation rather than internal validation. And so I want you to learn how to not stifle that That knowing, that intuition, that gut feeling, stop stifling it. Because every time I've expressed a gut feeling out loud, I've been right. Every time I've said something's not right, I've been correct. Every time I've said I need to do this and I've taken the chance, I've been correct. So learn how to trust yourself. Learn how to trust your gut feeling. All of us have it. All of us it's just how long have you been can how long have you been conditioning yourself to stifle it how long have you been conditioning yourself to not listen how long have you been conditioning yourself to not trust your own gut okay so That is key number two. Key number three is dare to imagine. And this is really hard for people. This is really, really hard for people, but this is imagining the life that you want, imagining the life that you wanna create, right? And imagining it on your standards, okay? We grow up, I'm gonna go back to my sexuality, but like we grow up thinking that like all relationships are male, female, all relationships are straightforward, all relationships are heterosexual relationships. I never grew up around lesbians. The only lesbians I knew were in porn and in men's fantasies. I didn't even know that people really lived their life like that. And so you have to dare to imagine. And sometimes like, sometimes you imagine something and you're like, no, 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 I don't want that. So it's really important to know what you don't want, which you kind of, you kind of get to gain that understanding, the understanding of what you don't want from life experience, right? I know exactly what I don't want in a relationship. I know exactly what I don't want from a partner. I know exactly what I will not accept from from a situation, from whatever, but do you know what you do want? And that is just as important as knowing what you don't want, right? So I'm going to read you another excerpt, but it says each of us is born to bring forth something that has never existed, a way of being, a family, an idea, art, a community, something brand new. We are here to fully introduce ourselves, to impose ourselves and ideas and thoughts and dreams into the world, leaving it changed forever. But who we are and what we bring forth from our depths, so we cannot create, so we cannot contort ourselves to fit into the visible order we must unleash ourselves and watch the world reorder itself in front of our eyes right and so i literally i circled this excerpt and i wrote legacy like what legacy do you want to leave behind right what legacy are what legacy is important to you what is it what is it important to leave behind you want to like screw social constructs like sue screw sue lol uh screw What people tell you you should do. Like, do you want to move to Europe? (laughs) Like, do it. Do you want to move to Texas? Do it. Do you want to buy that car? Do it. Do you want to live a life with no children? Do it. Do you want to live a life with a million children? Do it. Do you want to adopt? Do it. Do you want to live your life with a woman, with a man? Do you want to live your life as a woman, as a man? Like, do it. And so I love this. I love this idea because Jessie Lee and I had a conversation uh, a couple weeks ago and she was actually talking about um, she the context that she used it and I absolutely loved because she was talking about a transgender individual um, and she said when she found out that sh- this woman was transgender she said you know I think that's really amazing I think everybody is on a journey their entire life of of discovery of finding who they are, right? Because this this woman had said, you know, oh, I'm not done with my transition yet. There's still things I want to do. There's still things I want to become. There's still things I wanna whatever. And Jessie Lee just said, I think that's amazing. I think we're all on a journey our entire lives to find who we are. And I think that's beautiful that you have been so radical in finding who you are. And I just I love that idea of just imagining a life that you want. And I know a lot of LGBT community people listen to this. And so that's why I want to say like, whatever you imagine in your life, you can create it. You just have to be able to imagine it. Right. And so the question that I want you to ask is like, what area of your life are you complaining about? Is it your marriage? Is it your relationship with your child? Is it your living situation? Is it your career? And I want you to ask yourself the question, what is the truest and most beautiful story you can imagine? What is the truest and most beautiful story you can imagine for your career, for your relationship with your children, for your marriage, for your, your life, for your living situation? What is the most beautiful and truest thing you can imagine? The truest and most beautiful story you can imagine, right? And I want you to write that down because once you write it down, once you put pen to paper, that is the difference between getting it out of your mind and putting it, into the universe so that you can start experiencing it, so you can start living it, so you can start being it the most truest and beautiful form of your life, right? So, before we get into key number four, which is the last key, I would love it if you guys are gaining value from this. Please screenshot it, share it into your Instagram stories or your Facebook stories, and tag me at The Real Queen Sid. Please leave a five star review and a love note. It helps me more than you guys understand, and I love you guys so, so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all the support that you guys have given me, and let's get into key number four, okay? Key number four is build and burn, build and burn. Once you have been able to imagine this life, start building it, right? Start, start deciding what your values are, start deciding what is important to you, start deciding what you want in life, right, and start building it but understand that at any point you are allowed to burn it down and start over you are allowed to burn it down and start over right so she talks about in this in this chapter or in this in this key the values that she has developed around a relationship, right? And she said at this point, you know, no relationship is worth betraying yourself. She believes that no relationship is worth betraying yourself. No relationship is worth you living a life unhappy. No relationship is worth any of that. And so when you are in the stage of building and burning, building and burning, please understand that you are going to go through a lot of loss in this stage because you are going to be cutting out the things that no longer serve you. You are going to be cutting out the people that no longer serve you, that, don't fit into this life that you want. And that is okay. Please hear my heart when I say in my building stages, I have lost more people and more things than I can imagine, but it's okay. But it's okay. Because I got to rebuild with better. I got to rebuild with a life that makes me happy. And I don't understand who told you you had to live more than one life. Who told you that once you became friends with somebody you were tied to that relationship forever or even once you married somebody that you were tied to that forever like I believe that once you marry somebody if you're not happy anymore you can end that marriage. I believe that you can be unhappy in your marriage and your partner can still be a great parent and they can you can still co-parent amazingly. I believe that I will never betray myself again for somebody else. I believe that, you know, relationships are not man and woman they are whatever makes you happy right whether that is man woman man man woman woman polyamorous like it doesn't matter whatever makes you happy i believe that people should be stripped of their labels and seen for their for their their stories and their emotions and i i believe these things and i want you to write down and i want you to decide what you believe and build that build a life around that And, but write those beliefs in the sand because at any time you are allowed to burn it down and restart. You are allowed to change your beliefs. You are allowed to change your morals. You are allowed. Well, I wouldn't change your morals, but you know what I mean? You are allowed to change at any time. So build and burn and build and burn got a phone call right in the middle of that. That was freaking rude, but build what you believe is right. And then understand that if it doesn't feel right, once it's built, burn it down and build something else so that I I hope you guys gain value from this. Those are the four keys to helping build the life that you are, that you deserve, that you are so ready for that you know is it's it's your time okay so i hope you guys gain value from this again if you could screenshot it and share it into your instagram stories that would be amazing you can tag me at the real queen sid please subscribe please share 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 i love you guys so much i hope you gain value from this and um i'll see you guys on the next one